Welcome to another episode of Miked Up with Mellow and Big Country, brought to you by Mid-America RV. Why work from home when your office could be in Yellowstone? Mid-America RV is your gateway to adventure with their diverse selection of travel trailers, fifth wheels, teardrops, and toy haulers. They're the right size RV for any vehicle, all covered by their exclusive RV warranty forever. Game days, remote work getaways, and family vacations are all better in an RV from Mid-America RV. Experience travel like you never have before. Find out more at MidAmericaRV.com. Absolutely. Next up is going to be Downtown Lube, located right here in the heart of Joplin, Missouri, on 1st and Main Street. They do specialize in <clears throat> tire service and oil changes, but they are much more than that. So make sure you make sure you make your way over to their website at DowntownLube.com for the full list of services. Not a matter of if, matter of when you're going to use oil change and those tire services. Make sure you get that taken care of right here in Joplin at Downtown Lube. And it is March and it finally happened. Madness has taken place, dog. I'm I'm college basketball yeah. guy. Uh, Texas, how's it feel to be a champion? <laughs> I didn't realize you had a hoodie on too. Look at yep. us. It feels good to be a. <laughs> Look winner. at us being a Fairweather fan. Oh, you want a basketball game? Mm-mm. Let's go. They beat Kansas twice in the last week, two weeks or so. Did they really? They did. Mm-hmm. They did. I forgot that they won that first time. And then uh, teasing peace to to Bill Self though, still in the hospital, from my understanding. And and that's a weird, that's a weird deal. Especially since all they can say is illness. Right. I'm not a doctor, but I can look at him and be like, okay, you're pushing 60, I would assume. Mm -hmm. You're a white male. You're in the hospital for some reason. It's probably a heart attack. Yeah. Like, it's uh, probably a heart attack or a stroke. I've watched him coach. That blood pressure's running a little bit high at times. So, hopefully he's he's well. I think he's the greatest coach in college basketball right now. I don't think he is. Yeah. Any argument. And the, the scary part about this is, too, is, you know, let's say he gets out of the hospital. It's not like you can just have him go coach tomorrow. Right. Like you're going to have to monitor that and keep yourself calm. And, mm-hmm. and KU, obviously, they're going to be in the tournament. I think they're still going to be a one seed and probably dangerous. Honestly, like, the March Madness is so weird that I almost feel better about KU since they've lost. Yeah, like it's just kind of repeating and just being like the number one overall seed. I wouldn't feel good about that. And now that there's a little bit of adversity, I feel a little better about their odds. And I mean, it's just like, hey, we just lost going right into the tournament. Like, hey, that's a wake up call. Mm-hmm. If you have another one of those, you're done for the year. Your season's over. But here's the crazy thing: Texas wins the Big Twelve championship, which is probably the best conference in college basketball right now. Feeling pretty good about what they're doing too. Yeah, it's again. And you're, I mean, you're a Duke fan as well. Duke won the ACC tournament. Yes, all the Fairweather fans. I mean, I'm just, I just. I kind of forgot about Duke for basketball this year. Uh, I've, I've just not really talked about it, but I've been keeping an eye on. Doing great. I mean, I don't know how well they'll do in the tournament, but I mean, undefeated at home, you win the ACC. Kind of those situations where they're overlooked. Like it feels like they're being overlooked big time heading into the tournament. Well, and even with. Um, John Shire, their new head coach. I think a lot of people were overlooking them because of that. They mm-hmm. still had a pretty solid season, maybe not to the standard that Coach K set, but they still finished twenty six and eight, win the ACC championship. But they're like ranking wise, they're ranked outside of the top twenty, which doesn't matter once you get to the tournament and they punch their ticket to the tournament. But they they kind of have been a little underrated. They're mm-hmm. sixteen and zero at home, mm-hmm. which again, the tournament you're not playing any. Games at home, but still, like this is a really good team that, without Coach K, is probably getting a little bit underrated. They've got some good freshmen. Uh, what's it, like Filipowski? 
Mm-hmm. That dude can ball. He, yes, he's he can. a big man and he can handle it. He can shoot. How are we not talking about him all year long? It's crazy. Maybe I, people have and I haven't been listening. <laughs> that's probably what it yeah. is, more so than anything. <laughs> We're over here like, yeah, I mean, Duke is overlooked. And someone else listening, like, Duke's been talked about all year. Like, what the mm-hmm. hell? Hey, we're, we're back. You know, we asked if Texas is back. We're back for college basketball. Yeah, big college basketball, guys. I told you uh, on Friday, I spent most of my day watching college basketball, so I do feel like I am I'm back in it. Well, yeah, if you get to spend all day at your job freaking watching <laughs> college basketball, you're going to be back in it as they bring you in a 70-inch TV to do so. You know right. what my work said? Your phone works fine. I ain't got no freaking signal, dog. <laughs> yeah, it was, it was not a bad day uh, for me on Friday. And today is Selection Sunday. Ser- like, Friday is what did it for me. I think on Thursday, I, pro- I usually end the show, and I'm like, hey, we're going to talk basketball sometime. Here we are, starting the show with it. Yeah. Friday, I watched a lot. I, I watched a lot on, on Saturday, even turned some on today. Tried watching the Alabama and Texas A&M game. It just wasn't very good. Alabama wins that one, winning the SEC, which is another just crazy thing. Mm-hmm. I know a lot of people have been talking about it, and if you follow college basketball, you've really been in it. But the fact that Alabama is winning at basketball now, too, seems scary. a little unfair. Seems a little scary. That's the thing with football, though. Like There are a lot of people out there that hate football and hate athletics, especially when it comes to academics, mm-hmm. and, you know, colleges, high schools, and things like that. Improving your football team will improve every other aspect of your university or your school. Yes. I even had a superintendent that came in. He was a new superintendent, and he said that straight up. I was like, yes, thank you. That is <laughs> that is how one of the schools in our area has kind of built their powerhouse yep. through the football team. <laughs> and it's like when you hear you know, of this school, you're like, yep, okay. Mm-hmm. You immediately think of the football team, and then you see everything else that they have. And you're like, well, it makes sense. Yeah, and you get, you know, other – doctors and lawyers and people want to bring their kids to these schools Mm -hmm. or you look at it at the college level you have some success at alabama in football and then the student body starts to improve and then it bleeds over into to basketball and baseball and women's athletics it's crazy the power football has on this country (laughs) no joke that's something they're going to talk about in the history books in like 500 years from now be like this game called football Uh uh-huh yeah this is what they did. Uh, we talked a little bit about KU. We've talked about Alabama. Uh, Houston also probably going to be a number one seed. And Purdue probably going to be a one seed. And I even saw, I think it was Joe Lenardi earlier, saying that he thought Alabama, since they won the SEC tournament, will be the number one overall seed. Again, that's it's just yeah. crazy. And they've been, they've, I think they've been the number one seed like once or twice already this year. So they've kind of yeah. just been up there. Uh, speaking of the SEC, Mizzou, uh, Low-key, kind of keep an eye on them. I don't think they're going to do anything special, but it's still one of those deals where, hey, if they're hitting shots that night, look out. Mm-hmm. So I'm just – I'm not going to sit here and give anybody some recommendations on the tournament, you know, on the bracket here. But at the same time, just don't be surprised. I don't remember who I picked last year to win it. I'm already in, like, three different bracket challenges this year, though, which is great if you're in it with me because I haven't watched any games until Friday. I don't think I'm in one. But you, you get the rest of the day. Game to started get like one? Tuesday. Yeah. You want to join the one for my class? I'll send you the link. <laughs> yeah, dude, it was sick, actually. Uh, who's this random guy? Who's, who's big country? <laughs> yeah, why is he winning? <laughs> this isn't fair. <laughs> yeah, I'll, I'll drop the link for you. Uh, and you know what? Anybody else that wants in, 
slide those. Yeah, games. and I did. I did not mean to be like, yeah, I'm not in any. I'm like, yeah, no one wants to invite me. I, say, I feel like that came off like super sad. Like nobody wants me yeah, to let, be in. Let's the make it competitive. I set one up for my class. So if you think you got what it takes to compete against some twelve year olds, I know I'm gonna get games. smoked by some gal. <laughs> right. I know she's just gonna be like, I've been watching every game all year. In my classroom, I teach sixth grade, and I did NFL picks every week where the students could go in and they could pick who would win. The first three weeks of the season, a girl won all three weeks. Couldn't even name three NFL teams. But she was picking like one of their 16 games a week. Mm -hmm. She's hitting like 13 or 14 accurate games every week. Damn. On the third week, I had her go against the spread, and she still hit like 10 out of 16. That's just against the spread, too. You had her going against the spread? Did you have to teach her it? It is what it is. <laughs> I love it. Hey, we are we're big fans of XFL now. <laughs> yeah. How do you feel about this one, Regina? Uh, okay, all right. That's what we're rolling with. Uh, hey, you roll with the hot hand, no matter where it comes from. Uh, but even with March Madness, we'll do brackets there. That's exciting. It's fun. Uh, we talked about Texas winning. We talked about Duke winning. And Tyler in the chat, too. Got to give him a shout-out, too. Arizona also winning the Pac-12 championship. It was a good day for teams that I've rooted for before. Mm -hmm. I'm a Texas football fan. That does bleed over a little bit into their basketball program. I wouldn't call myself a Texas basketball fan by any means because I just don't follow them close enough. But I'm a Texas fan. I I have a Texas hoodie on right now. Duke wins. I've been a Duke fan. But there was also an era of my life when I was a kid when Arizona was really good in the mid to late 90s uh, that I was an Arizona basketball fan too. Really? Yeah. I did not know that about you. It was short-lived before I was finally like, I have to commit to a team. Yeah. But I loved Arizona, too. They had um, like Miles Simon and Mike Bibby. There's a there's an era there where they were electric. Have you seen Mike Bibby lately? He's a high hey, school basketball jacked. coach. Freaking massive, dude. Yeah, he is. Like, yoked. And he has hair. It's wild to He's me. He's always when, had hair, hasn't he? I don't. I think he was bald when he was a player. It's wild to me when people like Brian Erlacher, you spend your whole athletic career as a bald guy, and then you retire, and you're like, guess what? I got hair now. Throws me from... Oh, he did, yeah. He just... It wasn't good. You can definitely tell it was fading away. Yeah, I'll tell you another thing that really surprised me is not Mike Bibby being just yoked up now. Is that North Carolina not going to make the tournament? They come in as the preseason number one seed and returned like all four or five starters. Yeah. And they're not even going to make the tournament. They get bounced early in the ACC tournament. Didn't do well the rest of the season. Uh, they finished with a record of 20-13. and 13. They're not even ranked. They went 11-9 and nine in the conference play. Just not looking good for them. And that is a team that I thought was going to be very hard to handle. Like a redemption-type season since they lost last year. I mean, they mm-hmm. went into halftime in the championship game last year up by, I think, well over 15. And as a Duke fan, love to see it. <laughs> I don't, honestly, I don't even know if I can call myself a Duke fan. And you have it inked on you, so. True that. Yeah. How many people can say that? (laughs) Probably a lot. How many Fairweather fans would be like, yeah, I got my, you know, kind of favorite basketball team tattooed on me. Who would you say is your favorite sports team? It's the Chiefs for you, right? Oh, for sure. Yeah. So, like, your fandom goes Chiefs, Royals, uh, Texas Longhorns, football. Who are your other favorite teams? Well, I mean, I like, I do like the St. Louis Cardinals as well, like, well, I mean, I'm just kind of throwing. Yeah, I, mean, I got two teams. I don't know if we can. Yeah, I like friends. I like rooting for 
the state of Missouri in terms of baseball. Uh, but hockey? I, I mean, hockey, the Blues, they stink this year, but they're fun to watch. Just going to a hockey game is a blast. Yeah, I was talking to somebody about that this week, too, of like them wanting to go to a hockey game. I'm not a hockey guy. That's another thing that I've tried mm-hmm. to get into. I did last year during the playoffs. It's fun. Going to a hockey game is fun. Like, regardless of if you know the sport, yeah, it's just a good atmosphere. And it's nice that it's like kind of cold in there, so you can't get hot. Yeah, it's not like, like going to a that's kind of like a low key like, oh. great factor of the sport. <laughs> <laughs> no wonder everybody wears a basketball jersey alone to a basketball game. Yeah, because we are sweating. <laughs> yeah, going to a hockey game is great though. My sports fandom: Texas Longhorns, Kansas City Royals, Kansas City Chiefs. And I guess you could say Duke basketball, and then you could probably throw in the Colorado Avalanche there. But my my favorite sports team that I have, if I had to get an actual tattoo on my body for a sports team, my favorite team is the Kansas City Royals. I feel like that's always something that surprises people. Yeah. Like my loyalty, if I had to pick like Texas Longhorns or Kansas City Royals, bye-bye Longhorns. <laughs> it's Royals. Seriously? Yeah. I don't think somebody, I Okay. Put it Kansas City Chiefs versus the Royals, deuces Chiefs. Yeah. I or even it. if people were like, one team gets to stay. The other has to leave Kansas City. Bye, you Chiefs. Wouldn't. What? I would. See you later. No hesitation. Give me that downtown stadium, and I'll go watch all the baseball I want. <laughs> Football's better on TV anyway. I've also told people when Patrick Mahomes, if Patrick Mahomes leaves the Kansas City Chiefs ever, I will probably not be a fan of that franchise anymore. We'll see. Hopefully that's in 10 years. But Longer that's been than that. Be... God dang, dog. <laughs> well, he's already been in for like five. Yeah. Do you think you're going to get 20 out of him? I hope. <laughs> I hope so, too. But I hope so. Realistically, I mean, yeah, 10 more? Yeah, I mean, he's 27. Be 37, yeah. Yeah. I still... I mean, 13 see, would be cool. I've said it privately. I've never said... I don't think I've ever said it on the podcast. I could see him, Patrick Mahomes, being the kind of guy that, at the end of his career, wants to finish it in Texas. Wants to be a Dallas Cowboy or... Probably not a Houston Texan, but like that man has property in Dallas. Mm-hmm. His loyalty to Kansas City, I don't think he's going anywhere soon. But I know, definitely hope not, and I hope there's nothing that that ruins that. Like yeah, I hope yeah. when Andy Reid eventually moves on and right. you know Travis Kelsey retires, and that's but I don't who's think any of us guy there for Pat would have expected like Tom Brady to finish as a Buck, yeah, or Peyton Manning as a Bronco. <laughs> Which he kind of loved more. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, right? Like, he's always doing stuff for the Broncos. Yeah. So, in the back of my mind with Patrick Mahomes, I'm like, I wonder where he will end his career. I'd love to see him Kobe at one team his entire career. That would be Don't amazing. get me wrong. Oh, I'd get him tattooed. Yeah. I have no tattoos at this moment. So, back to the sports thing. If you had to get a tattoo, would it? I always thought as a kid getting a Texas Longhorn tattoo would be cool. I do really like their logo. Yeah, like, and I think that's something you could get, and then it would be cool. But at the same time, like, as I've gotten older, it's just getting your favorite team tattooed on you seems a little douchey. Mm-hmm. And I like to do non-douchey things. So I have some friends, and I know some people who have gotten the Kansas City Chiefs tattooed on them. And it's, it is what it is. Before they won the Super Bowl, it was a little bit more questionable. Yeah. Like, we're talking early 2000s, and well, you're like, you love losing. You got that arrowhead on you, huh? All right. How about that? The Patrick Mahomes tattoo, though, if I ever lost a bet and had to get a Chiefs tattoo, it would be of Patrick Mahomes. Yeah. 
Because that loyalty. Well, where would you put it? Would you like tramp stamp it? Ass cheek. Ass cheek. Yeah. Actually, I knew a girl that said she wanted to get the Kansas City Chiefs uh, logo like tattooed on her ass, and I was like, you know, that's that'd be kind of hot, I guess. Like, <laughs> it's not bad. <laughs> yeah, let me see it. <laughs> it's <laughs> not you, a turn off. <laughs> and it was rather surprising that this girl was like, yeah, like I just got my little first tattoo, and it's a little like cross on her wrist, mm-hmm. and it's like, yeah, I really want to do another one, but my sister would be mad at me, and I was like, well, what is it? And I was like, I mean, send pics. <laughs> I, but then it's also the thought of, like, you're going to have an arrow pointing, you know what I mean? Like, how are you having this shaped on your behind? <laughs> on your behind. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Where's that going to go? What's that look like? Uh, I know a guy that has an Andy Reid tattoo on his ass. <laughs> what? I've shown you the picture. <laughs> I forget about that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So uh, if I had to, I would get a Patrick Mahomes, his face. <laughs> Tyler told me I should get a Josh Allen tramp stamp. Hey, that's not me, dog. <laughs> yeah i'm not gonna make that sacrifice yeah people don't forget never dude you guys talked about it for like four episodes i was down i was willing mm-hmm. i don't know if it, people remember i was i made a bet that josh allen would not be a top 10 drafted quarterback which some people misremember and take that as i didn't like josh allen i did i just thought that there would be so many quarterbacks drafted in front of him that mm-hmm. he would fall out of the top 10 he was drafted number 10 overall. I said that I would get a Josh Allen tattoo. I was ready to do it, ready to make the appointment and schedule it. People said, wait, wait, wait. We'll pay for it. You just got to let us video it. I said, bet. Like, let's do it. Yeah. <laughs> Never happened. Then it pissed me off. And then I refused to get it. <laughs> <laughs> it had nothing to do with anyone involved. The damn just, corporate, man. Yeah. Corporate got in the way. <laughs> Right? Got in the way. I was ready to do it. Like, I would have done it within the week. Like, even when it happened, I was like, I'm going to have to get the tattoo. Was ready to go. And then was told to wait, put it off. And I did. And then it just never happened. I was going to get a Natty Light tramp stamp. Mm-hmm. Which I'm still how would you, I mean, how would you explain that now? <laughs> right? Like, what, just, would you, what would you tell people? Just that I lost a bet. I would just be... Or I'd just make up something else and just be stupid about it and be like, yeah, I'm, I'm a big fan. You're just like, what? You know, and what? you and I, on the topic of beer, because we were just incredibly random 20 mm-hmm. minutes into this episode, we did a little blind taste test kind of on Bush Light versus Bud Light. Bush- I'm, I'm team Bush Light. Uh, yeah, I mean, it It was kind of one of those deals when you did it back to back like that. You're like, yeah, Bud Light does kind of like that little aftertaste that I don't like. And Bush Light and, wasn't there. Yeah, and if you would have asked me, like, I would have said they taste too similar to even be one way or the other. Mm-hmm. I'm Team Bush Light. I There's need a to, difference. I need to go blind taste test Natty Light versus Bush Light just to figure yeah. out which one do I like because I am still loyal a little bit to Natty Light. Uh, Bush Light might be my second favorite beer now. And I am convinced those are the same. Bush and Natty? Mm-hmm. Yeah. They're just put into different cans. That'd be hilarious. That's my well done hot take on that one. Yeah, it's like buying a GMC versus Chevy. Like you're just loyal to a label. That's it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Anyway, but, uh, yeah. That's talking beer with Mellow and Big Country. Uh, March Madness games start on Thursday. Spoiler alert: I will be day drinking. We are not doing an episode on Thursday. So everybody can enjoy. I'm going to be taking a half day at work and coming to join you. <laughs> everybody can enjoy watching March Madness as those games start Thursday. I know there are some play-in games that start before that. I don't care. I don't watch those games. 
<laughs> they start on Tuesday night. It's like I want the full sixty four being official before I start watching. That's your mindset. I yeah, I will watch the highlights on Sports Center and be like, oh okay, that's the team I'm picking to mm-hmm. not win. The team I've never heard of lost. Mm-hmm. Okay, shocker. And I'm sure we've had some play in games where they they did make an upset in the first round. Mm-hmm. I just I don't care about those games. So games start Thursday at like noon. Um, I am I'm back in. I'm very excited about it. But also a lot of football going on. The number oh. one overall pick was traded this weekend. The Carolina Panthers come up and make that uh, trade. They're going to be selecting number one. They give up two first-round picks. One of them picked number nine this year and a first-round pick next year. A second-round pick. And here was the surprising one for me. And DJ Moore. I just Two first say. and a two. I would have been like, yeah, mm-hmm. got a pretty good deal. Two ones, a two, and DJ Moore. That's one hell of a haul. And like, what a steal! Like that right there. That's theft. Yeah, like that's that's burglary. Brian, that's what Brian Poles just did to the Carolina Panthers in my mind, because you just did all this to go to number one for Carolina. You have more needs than just a quarterback though on your team. Like and you don't really have a running back anymore. Who's your other receivers? Right. And I'm all about going up and getting your quarterback. Uh, I was kind of burned on my Patrick Mahomes takes about not needing to do that. Mm-hmm. It's worked. So if you love the quarterbacks and you want to go get one, that's fine. But DJ Moore is only 25 years old. He's been very good mm-hmm. with very bad quarterback play. Yep. So going and getting him for Justin Fields, and now you also have um, Chase Claypool and your guy Darnell Mooney. Mooney. That's not with a Cole bad. Komet. Yeah, that's not a bad receiver run. David Montgomery at running back. Mm-hmm. The uh, who's the other running back you like there? His name slipped on my mind. Uh, is it Herbert? Khalil Herbert. Yeah. So it's like Chicago kind of has something there, and it was something that I mentioned last episode as well when Matt was talking with us. If you're Chicago, go buy an offensive line this free agency. Like you were there mm-hmm. firsthand, Brian Poles, to see Brett Veach do that in one offseason. He gave the Chiefs a stellar offensive line when the Super Bowl before that, Patrick Mahomes ran for 500 yards trying to save his life, made incredible throws and they got smoked in the Super Bowl. Mm-hmm. Then he goes and fixes the offensive line. You're Chicago. You know you need defense. That's probably what you're still going to get right there at nine. But this offseason and heading into free agency, just focus on rebuilding that offensive line. That's mm-hmm. my mindset. And there's a ton of linebackers that are now available. They traded away Roquan Smith last year to the Ravens, who got a huge deal as well. Plenty of them to pick from with Chicago, whatever linebacker they want to go get. And right there, I think that is just an immediate help and fixing of your team. It's not going to be anything great, not yet, but you're heading in the right direction. I think Brian Poles is doing a great job, though, in Chicago. Absolutely love to see it. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and even this year, they have two second-round picks, even though they traded their second-round pick to the Steelers. So the Steelers will pick, uh, I don't even know what to call it, the first pick in the second round. Some people say it's pick 33. Some people say it's pick 32 because the Dolphins forfeited theirs, their first pick. Mm Mm-hmm. But the the Bears will still pick at 54 and 62 in the second round because of trades that they've made. And then they pick again at the top of the third round. They have three picks, sorry, four picks in the top 65. It's a pretty good good deal for the Bears. Like I, I like what they did, and that's not anything against the Panthers. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, if you're in love with C.J. Stroud and you think that he can be Pro Bowl-level quarterback, you go get that guy. You don't sit there and wait. At number nine. Yep. There's also been a lot of talk and a lot of buzz that it might not be C.J. Stroud, that it might be Anthony Richardson that they love at number one, which is pretty shocking to me. But I guess if you really love him, you go up to one. 
I would think they trade to one because you love C.J. Stroud. Mm -hmm. I would think you'd try to trade to like pick two or pick three if you loved Anthony Richardson. But if you think you have something special there, I guess you go all the way up and get him. And I'm still with the mindset. What I was saying with Houston too, like if you're at two, like it's, you're fine. Like, it is a good spot to be. Yeah, in. Yeah, like I mean, it really is. And I think if you know C.J. Stroud gets drafted one, then me personally, I think you take Anthony Richardson. Or if Anthony Richardson goes one, you take C.J. Stroud. I don't think it should be Bryce Young. I don't think Bryce Young would go to Houston and have success. That team has more needs. I know Matt kind of you know highlighted what Houston does have in terms of the offensive line and running back situation, but it's just your defense isn't good, and you don't have any really quality receivers that you can rely on. Houston, Houston. is that team post-Deshaun Watson that I'm just like, Ugh, you're not going to be – you're not going to be good. And maybe they will turn it around. They did it once with Deshaun Watson. Yeah. So we'll we'll see what happens there. And but that's because Deshaun Watson could just make crazy plays and mm -hmm. keep things alive and yeah. going. And even when he was there and they were good, it was still like, hey, you're not surrounding him with a lot of good talent. Nope. So I, we'll see. I, I do think that Houston is in a, a pretty good spot, too, because they've got some more um, first-round picks. They also pick at number 12 overall. So maybe they can get a quarterback, and then maybe they go get a guy like uh, Jackson Smith and Jigba, mm -hmm. that receiver. Or maybe you, you know, continue to address the defensive line. And, you know, I, I think we said it when Matt was on. There are a lot of good pass rushers in this draft class. And I'm convinced that quarterbacks go one, two, three, four. More now than ever. So Arizona also trades out then? I think so. Yeah. Yeah. Even if you're Arizona, just I think the Cardinals could even call the Colts and say, hey, we got other people trying to come up. <laughs> Swap with us here. Yeah. So I, I guess at minimum, we see three quarterbacks go in the top four. And then Arizona might try to swap with the Colts and slide down to four and take a guy like Will Anderson. But it's really like we're mid-March, mm -hmm. starting to kind of figure out how the draft is, is working out. And Carolina, I think that pick will, it will get established, I think, by the end of the month. I think we'll know one way or the other if it's going to be Anthony Richardson or C.J. Stroud. Oh, of who Carolina wants? Yeah. 46 days till the draft. So. Yep. Somebody will accidentally leak that information, and we'll figure it out. And then Houston will come out and say, oh, well, you know, we're taking this guy. Yeah. And then I'm, I'm kind of rooting for trades. I, I would love to see it. I want to see more teams, you know, making things happen. And speaking of trades, you know, Aaron Rodgers with the New York Jets, that looks like it's almost just inevitable. At some point, it's going to happen this week. We forgot when, to mention it. No. He, he missed the deadline. He did. He's dragging his feet again. And he did come out. I saw it on the bottom line of like, uh, he said a decision will be made quickly or soon, soon or yeah. something like that. To me, that's, that's signaling that he's getting traded. Well, I think, you know, listening to the Packers president talk last week or over the weekend, and, you know, he's just like, we've been in a very fortunate situation where we've had a great quarterback for 30 years, mm -hmm. going from Brett Favre to Aaron Rodgers. And he, then he goes along with the lines of Brett Favre had a great career here and Aaron Rodgers has had a great career here. To me, that just signified he's gone. Like he is, he's done after that. Mm -hmm. Like if the president of the organization is saying he had a great career here, he is also it, not going to be playing here. And then also talking up Jordan Love of you know he's mm -hmm. ready to start. It just let's make it official. Let's get this done this week before Thursday and March Madness starts. Let's get the Aaron Rodgers deal done. I don't know what they're trying to do, like rework the contract or just figure out what the compensation is. Mm -hmm. It had kind of sounded in the rumor mill that it was not even going to be a first-round pick, that you could probably get Aaron Rodgers for a second-round pick. 
If you're the New York and Jets. And if you're the Jets, you're like, yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, or, yeah. please. Or, and the Jets pick at number 44 in the second round. If you can get Aaron Rodgers for a second round pick, now it's going to be like a one-year rental, so I think that's what knocks his price tag down a lot. You think it'd just be one year? You don't think they get two out of him? Maybe two. I just I don't know that you're getting that much more out of him. He'll probably, you know, unretire, retire like Brett Favre did because that's his, apparently his mentor. And then steal money from a <laughs> Mississippi University. <laughs> yeah. Uh, does he have any uh, surprise kids? Hmm, probably. Uh, trading away pick 13 where the Jets draft in the first round. That is too high. So I think that even maybe that's where the second round buzz is coming from. You're not giving up pick 13 for Rodgers. Yeah. But maybe pick 44, maybe even throw in something else. You know, they pick at 75 in the third round. 44 and 75. That feels pretty good. That seems fair, but again, it's just if you're gonna do that and go get Aaron Rodgers, kinda like what I talked about last episode, why not just go look at Lamar Jackson? Why not Man, try and make something happen there? I was looking at some mock draft stuff too, and you know, these teams that need a quarterback. Even look at the Carolina Panthers. You gave up two first, a second, and DJ Moore. Lamar Jackson is so much cheaper than that. Yeah. You just have to give up two first. You're going to have to pay him, and that does play into it. But you're not paying anybody else. You know he's good. It's like yeah. You might take Anthony Richards to number one overall, and he's absolutely terrible. With Lamar Jackson, you already know that he's good enough in the league to be a starter. Like, I feel like Vegas is somehow going to try. No, because Vegas can't pay him. Vegas doesn't have money. Right. They can't do that guaranteed deal that he yeah. wants. And that's why I, I think that he probably returns to the Ravens. I this is almost a really solid move by the Ravens. And the collusion stuff we kind of talked about on Thursday, but this is almost a good move to say, everybody else go negotiate with you. Mm-hmm. Figure out what kind of deal he wants. We're just going to match it. Yeah. And I, who knows? I, the Panthers were one of the teams that came out and said they weren't interested. Then they make a trade for a quarterback. Falcons aren't interested. Commanders aren't interested. The Lions are a team you threw out there, but they're already paying Jared Goff so much money. And, and even with the Lions, Dan Campbell seems so loyal to his guys. Yeah. I don't know that he would replace Jared Goff. It's kind of like watching Hard Knocks last year. And, you know, he kind of got emotional breaking down. You got, you got to make cuts. He's like, he's like, it's mm-hmm. part of the job. He's like, this is sucks, dude. Like, this yeah. is the hardest part of it. And Jared Goff played solid last year. He's another he guy that I'm kind of rooting for him. I'm back on the Jared Goff. I'm rooting for the Lions, man. I just, yeah. I, I hope they make I some noise I there. I Dan Campbell was going to get fired. He didn't. <laughs> Keep riding that train, dog. Keep that same energy, brother. <laughs> yeah. And, you know, even with the Ravens, though, like, are they a team that could be a candidate to trade up? The Ravens? I mean, if, if Lamar you lose Jackson Lamar goes, Jackson. When did the – did I say Lamar Jackson? I feel like I just said someone else's name. But Lamar, yeah. Here's the thing. When, when does this have to be done? Like, when does this have to be decided? I don't know. Like, because how long does that play out? Because surely you want it done sooner rather than later. Yeah. So if Lamar Jackson does sign somewhere else, you get those first two. You get them this year, right? Or would you get them for next year? I I think you get one this year and one next year. Oh, okay. Assuming that's how most teams work. Yeah. Then I yeah I'd say like try and hurry that up, and then you could trade those, go get your next quarterback. It. I like the Panthers too, but going back to that. You gave up a lot for a quarterback that you have no idea if he's going to be good. Or and he's going to come in Colts. and not really have any weapons. I mean, Carolina's receiving core right now is Terrace Marshall, mm-hmm. uh, LaVisca Chenault, 
And then Tommy Tremble at tight end. Some guys that I really liked in college mm-hmm. that have not done much in the pros. And like Deontay Foreman somehow gets 100 yards every game that he rushes in. It's mm-hmm. insane. And then Chuba Hubbard has not really lived up to any of the hype that he had, you know, before coming out of college. He's, I think he's a good running back, too. Yeah, de- I mean, decent. You know, you get those two, one, two, it works out. But that's kind of what the NFL is right now. Yeah. Like Carolina, I just their defense. I love their defense. You know what I mean? Like they've done so well with that in the draft. And it's just for them, they they need to stay healthy, and that's a big if. You know, that's a hard thing to ask. Mm-hmm. But offensive, offensively, excuse me, I just, I just feel like there's more for a quarterback. And if you could have gone, if you could have just traded two ones for Lamar Jackson and then go buy something, then yeah, you feel a little bit more comfortable with that. Mm-hmm. And have DJ Moore still. Yeah. Yes. So, uh, maybe it'll work for him. I I kind of like the Panthers. I'd like to see him be good. I do wonder what kind of quarterback Frank Reich is looking for. Is he going to go with the Jalen Hurts style, which I feel like is more Anthony Richardson? Mm-hmm. Or is he going to want a more traditional quarterback like C.J. Stroud? And it's wild that Bryce Young is just really, he's not even in that conversation for number one. It feels like it's down to those two. I kind of can't help but wonder if you know, Bryce Young just falls. And maybe well, that's a silly question, was, right? But here's like, the reason why. Frank Reich even came out and said that his size was going to be an issue. And I think that's why a lot of teams aren't talking – a lot of people aren't talking about him going number one overall right now is because Frank Reich said mm-hmm. his size is going to be an issue. And I, I know that you think that. I, I kind of do too. It's just I, I wonder about him staying healthy. He was able to do it pretty much at Alabama. But the NFL is a different beast. I love yeah. college football. All of those guys are like all-conference players, yep. all-American-level types that are playing in the NFL. Or if they didn't make an all-American team or an all-conference team, they should have. They just played on a really shitty team. Yes, yep. You know, so we'll see what happens with him in the NFL. You've got guys like Derrick Henry running around in the NFL, and he's another name that could be on the trade block. I'm all about it. For one, because I, I would just like to see movement. <laughs> yeah. Please go somewhere else. But also, I think the Titans need to blow it up. I think they need to go full rebuild. And I was actually thinking about them yesterday. and Because nobody's talking about the Titans right now. They're in a, a weird spot where, what do you do moving forward? They're picking at number 11. I don't think Tannehill is their guy. No. Uh, but here's the thing. I don't know if Malik Willis is either. And I think they realized that last year. It's like, yeah, this kid is not ready for the NFL. I mean, if you're the Tennessee Titans, I think you go full rebuild mode. See what you can get for Derrick Henry. Thank you for your services. You'll be in the Hall of Fame here one day. Mm -hmm. Try to trade him and see what you can get back for him. Let Malik Willis start this year. The whole damn season. (laughs) Because even if he's really bad, you can draft one of those quarterbacks next year. Go get yourself a left tackle at pick number 11. Now you've got a receiver that you drafted last year in uh, Traylon Burks. Mm-hmm. You get a left tackle this year. It's a pretty good little foundation for, uh, you know, sucking for Caleb Williams to come into. <laughs> Let Malik Willis. And mm. if Malik Willis looks good, then you're, you're all set. You're, you're fine. fine, yeah. But I, guys like Ryan Tannehill, you already cut Taylor Lewan. Go ahead and trade Derrick Henry and just establish that you are, you're in a rebuild because I don't think that they're building anything special. Could you think you could even get anything out of Tannehill trying to trade to him too? No, I don't think so. Mm -hmm. I think that he might have reworked his contract so he's not paid so much. But even even if he's cheap, like, I don't think anybody's bringing him in. Yeah. I mean, I'm even trying to think of other teams that, you know, are needing a quarterback, and I just Mm -hmm. 
Ryan Stanhill doesn't seem to be like the guy that comes in and is like, yep, this fixes things. Like with Andy Dalton being a free agent. Like what did, you know yeah. what I mean? There wasn't, he wasn't a hot name. So Ryan Tannehill, sneaky old. Steve, 30... He's 35. Oh, wow. Yep. Who, buddy, I did not know that. 35? Sneaky old for, for a football player. Yeah, yeah. 35 yeah. totally young still. Dude, still in your prime. Yeah, you do so many. I mean, things. your prime's almost over, but yeah, but you're you, in it. You might bend over and pick a paper up off the floor and hurt your hamstring, you're but you're kidding. fine. You're kidding. <laughs> oh yeah, my hamstring's hurting right now, brother. <laughs> you know what I did? I picked a picture up off the floor. What kind of picture was? I should have stretched. Yeah, first. just bro. You got to be stretching, man. <laughs> what I should have done is said, "Hey, kid." Pick up that picture that's on the floor. So you I did this in your to. classroom? Yeah. Oh, <laughs> you just were like, and that sucker tightened up on me. Did Still feeling. Still feeling. Yep. Brother. And that's what getting old is like. If you're listening to this and you're like in your early 20s, here's some advice for you. Don't stop moving. Yeah. <laughs> Go Don't stop. Do something. Don't stop stretching and take care of your back because yeah. you'll You know do- in high school PE – or, you know, before a sporting event, and you're doing those stupid stretches, and you're like, this is pointless. Do those. Every, just like do when regular, you wake up. Yeah. A couple times a week. Just be like, yeah, I'm going to do the sit and reach. Fucking stretch in the shower. I'll be honest. I stretch in the shower. <laughs> in the shower? You got room to stretch in the shower? Humble bag. I mean, dog, you just bend over. I, I put my hands on the floor. Palms down. Oh, yeah. You're getting those hammies in the shower? Yeah. Seems kind of weird. I don't know why I'm admitting this, mm-hmm. but. It sounds like TMI. A little bit. I apologize, because mm-hmm. I feel like someone could take that the wrong way. The Titans, maybe they should go re- full rebuild mode. Yeah, back to that. <laughs> I do. I think that they should. And I'm, I'm sure that there are a lot of teams out there that would love to add a Derrick Henry type. And he's another one of those guys. He's, he's like the guy. I think he's still got some tread on the tires. I'm going to believe it until I don't see it. Uh, depends on where he goes, I guess. Mm-hmm. I can't get my freaking computer to load anything, but I'm trying to look at like what teams make sense for him to go to, uh, in terms of just you know running back availability or an opening spot. Like the first team that kind of comes to mind that I think would just be a hilarious a hilarious visual would be the Arizona Cardinals. Like <laughs> Kyler Murray where handing the ball off to Derek. Going to die. <laughs> Even last year, I, I was kind of thinking like, was last year a down year for Derrick Henry? It wasn't. He's got 1,500 yards and 13 touchdowns. Jesus Christ. So, yeah, like teams that could add him, almost any team needs him. Like if you're the Buffalo Bills, second-round pick, that'd be that would to be Derrick Henry. Terrifying. That might be too much. That'd be terrifying if you went to Buffalo. Yeah. I mean, you, you get your giant team need, and you can still keep, who's it, Naheem Hines that they have there. Mm-hmm. Devin Singletary, okay, if you want to put them in on third down, go for it. But, like, Derrick Henry with Josh Allen in the backfield, um, okay. You've, you've solved your problem with the run game right there. They, they still have uh, the Cook kid that they drafted last yeah, year. So, yeah, hopefully. And you're not paying any of those other running backs, no. so you don't have to worry about. Now, Buffalo Bills, do they're in salary cap hell. They've got some problems where they can't bring back some of these guys. But – I don't believe in the salary cap. I don't care about it. I watched the Saints play football the last three seasons. That Very is my true. thing going forward. I've watched the Saints play football. They're $150 million over the cap every single year, it seems like. Do you know who actually where I could see him going? Freaking New England. 
New was, England's I'm a team like, that we yeah. have not talked about at all for like months. They're trash, though. Honestly, that roster sucks. Yeah, I mean, Belichick needs fired as a GM. Okay, I was like, whoa. <laughs> no, they need to say, hey, Bill, we got it from here. You just coach this team now. Because their draft misses have been terrible. There was an era where I had guys like Nikhil Harry that I liked. I was mm-hmm. like, oh, the Patriots drafted him in the first round. That kind of validates my point. No, fucking sucks. <laughs> and the Patriots, they suck pretty bad now, too. <laughs> I, I, you have no receivers on that team. You're probably going to lose your best receiver, Jacoby Myers, mm-hmm. in free agency. Yep. Nelson Aguilar, he's a free agent. Not good. Devontae Parker, you're paying him a decent amount of money. Yeah. And and. With the Derrick Henry stuff, like just go get a running back that's actually good. Stop trying to have these guys out there. Damian Harris has been okay. Yeah. Stevenson's been all right, I guess. But it's still like the offensive line. I feel like there was an era with the Patriots where they could go and they could find good, cheap free agents. Or they would yes. get on these mid-round draft guys. They're just not anymore. This might be, on paper, the worst roster in football. At least when you look at the Texans, you're like, well, you got some bright spots on the defensive side. Yeah. The Panthers are about to have a new quarterback. That's exciting. But, like, the Patriots are up there as being very, very bad. Yeah, I mean, it's it's hard to argue. Like, like looking at their defense right now, like, Kyle Duggar was a name you know you're familiar with coming into the draft a couple of years ago. Jalen Mills took him. They got him last year in free agency, I believe. Matthew Judon. The Patriots are far and away the worst team in their division. That's yeah, for sure, without a doubt. I mean, and like even offensively, like there's yeah, like go get Derrick Henry then. Mm-hmm. Like go back to the old style Patriots of what you did in the early 2000s and see if you can get that to work again, where you just run the shit out of the ball. And you let everything else happen after that. I was almost going to walk my comment back and be like, yeah, they're not the worst roster. Now I'm, I'm looking just at the other teams. I think they're the worst roster in the AFC East. The AFC North, those are all four better. Mm-hmm. The AFC West, those are all four better. Yep. The AFC South, like the Colts, at least you have Jonathan Taylor, Quentin Nelson. You got some players on defense. Jacksonville, yeah, Trevor Lawrence. I'll take that roster mm-hmm. over the Patriots. The Titans, Eh. They're there right now. I agree in similar spot right? with the Patriots. And then you look at the, the NFC side. It's crazy. Everybody in the NFC East, I would take over the Patriots roster. Like Washington. Washington is a quarterback away. Yeah, they've got really good receivers. A ton of pass rushers. Some good linebackers, too. Uh, the Eagles, Giants, Cowboys, duh. They were all in the playoffs. They're, they're good. They're set. Every team in the NFC North, including the Bears, mm-hmm. I like that roster better. Yep. There's a lot of promise there, especially when you have Justin Fields at quarterback. And then the NFC South, eh, we'll see. But even those teams have some bright spots. The Atlanta Falcons, Kyle Pitts, and Drake London. Yeah, yep, yep. There's yep. nobody like that in New England. What about Arizona? What are your thoughts on Arizona? <sighs> Kyler Murray's pretty bad. They just kind of... <laughs> Bottom fell out of that thing pretty quick. Fast, like holy cow. Yep. So I, I'll stick with my, my Speaking, comment. I want to go back to Washington quick because I said they're a quarterback away. Lamar Jackson, I know we've, you know, PMT's kind of cracking jokes about that, just doing what – I could see that being a realistic fit. Like, that would be terrifying if Washington got Lamar Jackson. But I'm going to go to the defensive side of the ball because they just paid on, uh, Payne today mm-hmm. a ton of money. Reset the DT market pretty much. Yep. And if you what get a guy you gonna, like Chase Young back and healthy. I was going to say, what are you going to do with Chase Young then? 
Are you going to pay him that amount of money too? Yeah, I know he's been kind of battling some injuries, so it's like you've not seen that full productivity that you want. Mm-hmm. Is he a trade piece? Chase Young? That's my own thought with this. Could he I be a guy, it. like a name that's kind of, you just make a phone call to see, and they're like, well, what would you be willing to offer? He's like, okay, yeah, I guess we'll do it. Yeah. I still love Chase Young. He was one of my big draft crushes mm-hmm. coming out. Like watching him play as a freshman and then uh, him kind of exploding onto the scene. I want to see another year of him being healthy because even as a, a rookie, he played in 15 games, had seven and a half sacks. His sophomore year only played in nine games, had one and a half sack, and then last year uh, played in three games total. Mm-hmm. So I still want to see what he can so do. So we're going into year four. Yep, going into year four. They'll pick up his fifth-year option, I'm sure. If you're a team like the Chiefs, do you make that phone call? I think the price tag would be too high right now. I think so. Yeah. I, I think, I think they would still want a lot for him, just because he hasn't been healthy. What would you be willing to pay for Chase Young? Money-wise or draft capital? Trade, yeah, trade-wise. I wouldn't want to send a first-round pick because I don't know if he's going to be healthy. Mm-hmm. But if I'm the commanders, I'm not even listening unless you start with a first-round pick. A first like next year and a third this year? I wouldn't. I don't know if I'd give that up. It would depend on where I'm picking. If I'm one yeah. of the teams at the end of the first round, sure. But then there's also the fact that you are going to have to pay him very soon. Yeah, two years, yeah. So I think he'll stick around. Another name that got traded today, though, was Jalen Ramsey. His name has been in the rumor mill. Uh, it's kind of wild. Usually you see the Rams bringing in guys like this. Yeah. They trade him to the Dolphins. The market for him was not good. He goes for a third-round pick in Hunter Long. Which I what? I don't know like, what dirt do, do, does the Miami Dolphins have on the Rams. Like I mean, they just got fleeced. Yeah. Like all you get is a third and a Hunter Long. For Jalen Ramsey, still one of the best corners in the NFL. We saw him get burned a couple times last year, more than we're used to seeing. But now you're going to go to Miami, which is needing just a healthy quarterback. He's worth it, though. I mean, Jalen Ramsey's still top five corner. Easily. Yeah. And I think you can still make an argument for him being top three, even. There's some really good young rookie corners. Mm Mm-hmm. Hell, Sauce Gardner might be the best corner in the league. That's what he does <laughs> yeah. in year two. But getting a guy like Jalen Ramsey for the Dolphins and for next to nothing, I like that trade for them. And again, like you said, I don't know what the Rams are thinking. I don't know what the Rams are going to do now. How does somebody else not offer a better deal than that? Because <laughs> yeah. his name has been rumored for a month or so. They didn't have Hunter Long. That was the thing. Yeah, that's Only the Miami getter. had him. <laughs> Right, we would have known that was the difference. They see something in a slow white backup tight end that's just going to set them over the top (laughs) now in L.A. The Rams are a team I struggle to root for. Yeah, I I don't know why. I do know why. It's Sean McVay. You don't like Sean McVay? I don't like Sean McVay. Oh, shoot. I I like Cooper Cup. Matt Stafford's okay. I think he got a little bit overrated. Mm-hmm. just because he's a cool veteran quarterback that finally won a Super Bowl. I'm looking at their roster right now in our lads. Their mm-hmm. entire defense, aside from five, six players, mm-hmm. are free agents. They well, have, their entire secondary. They have no money. <laughs> right. They, their entire secondary 
free agency. Jeez. They're going to bring back Aaron Donald, assuming he doesn't retire. <laughs> <laughs> well, he got that massive contract last year. And this year, defense right? was like the best defense in football two mm-hmm. years ago. Yep. And now you're going to potentially lose a lot of these guys. Jesus. It is wild. That's a, that's a lot of free agents, like you said, on the defensive side. And they're all starters. <laughs> that, yeah, I mean, you're... Both corners, both safeties. Set to hit free agency. A ton of guys on the offensive line. Is like Maybe we're seeing it with the Rams where this whole... We're just going to trade for veterans. You know, screw this is the, the part picks. where it backfires, yeah. Maybe we're starting to see it backfire. I do think, like, you went all in to win a Super Bowl. Yeah. That's what some teams do. The Royals went all in and won a World Series. I knew they were going to suck for a long time after that. I'm happy with the World Series win. If you're a Rams fan, I guess you got to be happy that you won that Super Bowl. Live off of it because it's looking a little bit rough. Yeah. Matt Stafford got to come back and be healthy. He usually is. You're getting a little old. Mm-hmm. Getting a little old now. We'll see what happens with him and how he plays next year. He's another guy, 35 years old. Yeah, I was going to say 35. It's rough to be 35 years old in this market. <laughs> if people aren't picking up on it, I am 35 years old. With the uh, hurt hamstring. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I, I, don't, I don't even know. I, I don't even know if I could list myself as probable. <laughs> Tyler I'm, says, I'm questionable. Uh, Tyler in the chat says, you know what happens sooner than you think. 29, feeling 49. Preach, brother. <laughs> Preach. And Tyler's probably in better shape than both of us. Probably. It looks like it. Matt Stafford played in nine games last year, so we'll hope that he gets to come back. But it, it is an exciting part of the offseason. Yeah, March Madness is, is taking off in both in both fashions. Mm-hmm. NFL free agency here coming up next week, and then this, yep. or this week, excuse me, and then the start of actual March Madness in college basketball. And I think we'll start to see some more movement and rumors with I mean, like Lamar Jackson, I, something's got to happen with that. Yeah. I also think that now that the number one pick has moved, a lot of teams are going to be calling the Arizona Cardinals. Yep. Things are going to start speeding up. Yep. And then we'll start to figure out these draft picks and, and who's going where. Uh, that's it for us today, though. I told you guys earlier, no show on Thursday because we will be celebrating March Madness. But we do appreciate you guys joining us. We'll be back at it next Sunday talking to you guys again. Thanks for joining us. We'll talk to you then.